0: Welcome to Hold Up, the podcast where we watch our favorite rom-coms and decide whether they hold up. I'm Carrie Gilbert. I'm Allison Gilbert, and this week we watched Made in Manhattan, which came out in 2002. Which I did look up because I had to because of something. I was like, "When you needed to know if this was before or after the Parent Trap, you wanted to know if this was her last, if this was Natasha Richardson's last work. It wasn't, but it was after the Parent Trap." Oh, no, that wasn't it. Oh, I know why I looked up when this movie came out, because there's so much Nora Jones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, real 2002 Nora Jones face. <laughs> right there. There's in the just, it's like, Nora Jones after Nora Jones. Like, did she well, write the soundtrack? Also famously in the, famously to you and I, in the Love Actually soundtrack, which is a 2003 movie. We were just deep in a Nora Jones time. Deep. Yeah, so that's why I had to look up the year, because I was like, i just the Nora jones you weren't like this is between march of 2001 and december of 2004 like that didn't (laughs) no i i did i was like where in that timeline are we i feel like i'm squarely back in junior high and i or early high school and i need to know when in there we are yes came out in 2002 holds a lovely 30 percent on rotten tomatoes it was directed by oh i have a fun put your phone down because if you haven't looked this up i'm gonna quiz you It was directed by, wait, hang on. I can't read my handwriting. Wayne something. Wait, it holds a 38, excuse me. It holds a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes. I really can't read my handwriting. I'm sorry, I deducted it that 8%. That's an important 8%. Directed by Wayne Wang. And it was uh, written by Kevin Wade. And the story by is Edmund Dantes. Carrie, do you know who Edmund Dantes is? No. Edmund Dantes is John Hughes. The story of this movie is by John Hughes. Oh, look at that. That checks out because this is basically pretty in pink. <laughs> <laughs> but also I just respect that he's like, don't throw my real name on this one. <laughs> yeah, like I don't, I don't need to be associated with it. I looked it up dogs. and Edmund Dante's is an alias he uses um on he's used it on more than one movie. What else has he used it on? I didn't care to write it down, but here I can get back to it real quickly. He wrote screenplays under the pseudonym Edmund Dantes after the protagonist in the Alexandre Dumas novel The Count of Monte Cristo. Screenplays credited to Dante's, to the Dante's Nom de Plume, this is obviously from Wikipedia, include Maiden of Manhattan, Drillbit Taylor, and Beethoven. Classics. We unknowingly did another John Hughes movie. In pretty and pink, he knows she's poor. In this movie, the plot of this movie is J-Lo is the titular maid I'm sorry, if you don't know the plot of this movie, then you were born after the year. I forgot there was a case of mistaken identity. Really? When that happened, I was like, oh, right, a case of mistaken identity. J-Lo is in Natasha Richardson's hotel room where she's cleaning it, and her f- friend has made her put on this like beautiful suit, a beautiful white suit, when Rafe finds a New York assemblyman who, for a- completely a reason that no one will ever make sense to me, is also has a hotel in new york like why he would have an office but whatever um he walks in because her son her little son has um met him in an elevator and he's just charmed by this kid and so he says he has to go ask his mom if he can go on a walk with this strange man and his dog (laughs) which like good kid asking your mom so then she goes with him probably because she's like no strange man you cannot take my child alone anyway and then of course um He's fallen in love with her, but he doesn't know that she's the maid. Right. And hijinks ensue. Except we never quite get farcical enough. I'm like, I need more hijinks. Right. There's a whole yeah. scene where she's like serving them food because she also wants to be the manager of the hotel. Mm-hmm. So they're like putting her through the training program. And the the, but, the main butler is like, well, you have to learn how to be a butler if you want to be the manager. So he's like, come help me serve this luncheon today. And she's like, lovely. But then she just, like, keeps hiding before the manager's, like, or the butler's, like, you can leave. And it's, like, no, I want hijinks. Oh, well, he's like, also having lunch with Natasha Richardson, who knows she's a maid, and who she's impersonating. Right. Yeah, we, like, they let JLo lo like, flirt with comedy, but they don't really let her go, like, all the way with comedy. There's a really funny scene where she's, like, trying to, when she's changing back into her maid uniform from, like, the white suit and her friends helping her. And someone's coming and they're, like, trying to get it in the locker. And there's there's a lot of, like, really good physical comedy in that scene. But that's really the only time we get that. J-Lo's not, and to be fair, nor do I believe Ray Fiennes. Neither of them, I think, are will be regarded as some of our great comedic actors, you know? I'm looking at Ray Fiennes and being like, I need you just, like, 40% evil, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I kept thinking this whole time like Ray Fiennes is really quite charming, but at any point I expect him to like murder Cedric Diggory, so or be a Nazi. I mean, like right? <clears throat> like I don't like I almost this don't was a buy movie for Joseph Fiennes. They called the wrong fines, is what happened. No, they joke. De- beep, beep 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 to the number and got the wrong fines. Jeff walked in while I was watching and was like, "Which fines is this?" And I was like, "It's Rafe." Can't you tell? And he was like no not really but also maybe he just like assumed rom-com has to be joseph and he's not wrong no rom-com should be joseph yeah go 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 joseph um go 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 joseph you know what they say okay cut that out um, <laughs> this cast we gotta say it the people of this cast other than j-lo ray fines natasha richardson may she rest in peace tucci stanley tucci francis conroy Bob Hoskins. Like, this cast is Bob stacked. Hoskins. It's like... Moralized ch- boyfriend who uh, wouldn't defend her father for her. Digger. Yes. Her boyfriend that's not uh, Luke or... Christopher. Christopher, or thank you. Um, um the wolf. Yeah, which we talked about him at some point. Why are we talking about him? Oh, he was in... Uh, um, Kissing Jessica Stein. Kissing Jessica Stein. That's great. Um yeah this cast is insane it's like amy sedaris yeah it's like chock full of like traditionally trained british actors because they were like upscale new york gotta be british we can't we gotta go like ray finds, you know the best of the best when it comes to acting literally abhorrent american accent disgusting american accent (laughs) so bad (laughs) He was doing that thing where all of his consonants are over enunciated. And it was shocking. You know who is great at comedy? Or I'm so sorry. You know who was great at comedy? Natasha Especially Richardson. Richard. She's also so beautiful. So like, it's like too so beautiful, beautiful to be that funny. Yeah, We should do this movie at some point because Nancy Myers and also who we are. But that scene in The Parent Trap where there are hijinks where she's hung over or she's drunk and then hung over and then runs into Dennis Quaid. I mean, 10 out of 10, 10s across yeah. the board. Um. I I think JLo, like JLo, is she going to like, you know, like you said, go down in history as one of our great comedic actresses. No. Do I think she's funny and fun to watch? Yes. She's charming. She has a charm. She's JLo. Like, honestly, she was the best part of this movie that's not true stanley, Richardson, was the best stanley part tucci of- <laughs> amy sedaris he <laughs> was serious wasn't there enough and when she was she was being racist so i was kind of like eh, Amy Sedaris. she was supposed to be racist yes 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 she was racist on purpose but still. there are microaggressions this movie makes that it does not in- that are ra- like the movie the point of view of them at one point completely honestly ray fines refers to her as j-lo as mediterranean there, there are problems. But Amy Sedaris' character was supposed to be like a racist, rich, rich lady. Yes, and Natasha Richardson makes several like microaggressions, which I think are all intentionally written into the script because correct, we're not supposed to like Natasha Richardson or Amy Sedaris, and because I mean, this movie, there are lots of things that I will criticize about this movie. We'll get there, but I do think like it was trying to. Like, talk about j- class and race and right like JLo points out the the bad shit we're not just sort of like it's not there for jokes um, right? this was i was like this is among the more diverse movies we've ever watched other than like coms we watched like black rom-coms and things like that but like th- like half the cast are people of color. Now they're all still in service industry positions, but mm-hmm. also that's the point. Right. Right. Um, I mean, he's straight up a Republican, which I get that that was different to be in like, 2002. Supposed to I be get like a good Republican. I get it. I get that we, li- that this was 20 years ago and this was pre like Mitch McConnell Trumpism. I get it. Wasn't But also, George Bush. I was going to say, we're up in the, middle of the George Bush era. And there are several times when she's like, basically says, like, I feel like you're using, like, you're going to the projects or you're going to inner city schools or you're basically like using poor people and people of color as props to help you win an election while not actually doing anything for them. And I'm like, yeah, J-Lo, you're right. And then she's like, mm, but I love you anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, there's this, like, throwaway line from the kid. This kid that's, like, obsessed with Richard Nixon, which is wild. Um, he did good things for the environment, Carrie. He was uh, good on the environment. I mean, by today's standards, he was good on a lot of things. But, like, except for the whole, you know, lying and crook cheating thing. and fraud thing. Right. I do like that um, the kid is, like, he's... He asks Ray Fiennes if he's a Republican and Ray Fiennes is like, yes. And he was like, well, Richard Nixon was a Republican and he lied. And I was like, this child grows up to be Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> he also like, he's like, you're very good on the environment. Um, I do like the kid. I feel like walks the line between like precocious, but still a kid. Like he's still enjoyable to watch. Yeah. He's um, not, oh, he's not smart. I mean, he is smart beyond his years, but he's like a believable kid smart. Right because there's yes. still a level of like, he's, he's a little kid there. Yes. He's still, he's not smarter than the grownups. Correct. Um, he's not like outwitting them. And there's still like, there's a moment when he's sad. Cause he's at the beginning, he's given a speech at school and he gets really nervous and JLo goes backstage to comfort him. And also his dad didn't come. And so there's all that. And then at like at one point, oh, she gives him Nixon tapes and he just like turns and hugs her and he's just like there's just like a little kid needing his mom energy Mm -hmm. that I think helps like offset the precociousness of it yes and also he's 10 so theoretically like kids around 10 start to get interested in obscure things right and And, like focus on something yeah and this kid is clearly like very bright and so like his would be she says, like, they talked about the 70s at school and then became with he became obsessed with everything that had to do with the 70s. And that to me is like a little kid thing where you talk about something at school and then that's like your personality for the next two years. Right. Yeah. 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 I like the kid in this. I do, too. grows he's, up to be Teen Wolf. I was going to say he's a grown up now. Yes. He's probably my age. <laughs> yes. I wrote Natasha Richardson comedic genius. She keeps calling her Maria. And at the end of the movie and j character's name is Marissa. Which I think is like supposed to be a microaggression that she sees Mm -hmm. a Hispanic cleaning lady with an M name and is like, it's Maria. And then later when like when JLo is exposed, she's and it's like they call her Marissa. Um, Natasha Richardson says, you told me your name is Maria. And she just like very quietly is like, I thought it would be impolite to correct you, which is just, I think, a comment on like the like sort of classist often racist thing also like like, you just she never told you her name was maria she never told you her name was maria and she wasn't in a position to correct you like right she was serving you and you're you know you would hope that like if i was you would a good person if uh someone like serving them was they named them incorrectly you'd think they'd be like oh actually it's this you'd be like oh i'm so sorry and then not forget that but like you never know how awful rich people are going to be right like the scene at the beginning where the the hotel guest like just happens to walk out of his bathroom naked when the maids are in there i was like that's gross we don't need that given the history of wealthy men taking advantage of hotel female hotel staff like that joke did not need to be in there even in 2002 i mean 2002 was the like harvey weinstein was using this hotel to do that not probably to hotel staff but also just to like actresses he wanted to work with yeah but also like who was hold on dominique Strauss Kahn, who was like an italian diplomat or something he sexually assaulted a hotel maid in 2011 okay so after this but still I'm not sure. I remember the ripped from the headline SV ripped from the headlines about it. Yes, one. and that he was an Italian diplomat, which is why I thought this guy <laughs> was an Italian diplomat. But in real life, it was a French politician, former head of like the IMF or something like that. But anyway, regardless, we didn't need the like inappropriate uh naked guest hitting on the hotel maids. I mean, I think it was just to like point out how sort of shitty their jobs are, but yes, like we could do that without, or like how shittily they get treated in their jobs, right? And she says at one point, like, "I'm either invisible or I'm being shat on," like, right? The, and the, so, and for or Connery, she's considered I, as like half the time you think I'm a stereotype, and half the time I'm invisible. Yes. Well, and at one point, Amy Snares, and again, all of this is the movie's point of view is that amy sedaris is a racist person so we're not meant to be on our side but at one point she says like she's like natasha richardson is genuinely trying to ask j-lo's opinion on something albeit well calling her maria which is not her name and amy sedaris says like she probably she doesn't even speak english that well like Mm -hmm. like just completely blowing past j-lo as a person who's speaking who's uh an american and who's speaking english perfectly fine like she's just not paying attention to her and being a racist right um yeah but Frances conroy who i think is supposed to be like the head of housekeeping or something you see her like giving a tour theoretically to like new hires at the beginning and she says like your job as a maid at this hotel this is a very fancy hotel um your job as a maid at this hotel is to not be seen you should be invisible like right right yes um who wrote the screenplay for this did you say anybody of note kevin wade didn't look up his name sounds vaguely familiar to me but i didn't look up on things he did it's probably a bunch of other like early outcomes i swear that this i feel like this movie was written like the dialogue was written like somebody gave one of those like bathroom books of inspirational quotes and platitudes like to a computer and the computer wrote this well that is not nice to this writer. Carrie said Sorry. it, not me, if he wants to hire me. Oh, Carrie. We're bad people. We're not bad. We're just, we just are bad researchers. Seven years later, seven years after, I'm going to read you this whole thing. Before his writing career took off, he acted in two films, It Doesn't Matter which, which were produced and wrote the play Key Exchange, which was produced off Broadway in 1981 and was released as a film in 1985 seven years later he received his first screen credit for working girl oh. which earned him nominations for the golden globe award for best screenplay and the writers guild of america award for best original screenplay additional film credits include true blood mr baseball junior meet joe black and made in manhattan um he show runs blue bloods now ah uh, yes sure blue bloods um okay so like I- listen I loved working girl listen back to our working girl episode loved it Kevin we're on record as being fans of yours yes <laughs> so sorry for everything we're about to show but there are lines like there are like runs of lines in these movies like monologues that literally sound like they come out of like a book of inspirational quotes like an algorithm wrote this movie like at one point Ray finds is like if tonight is all we have stay with me like uh, so melodramatic then, which leads up to the most early odds, but also like a letdown of a sex scene it's just like them kissing and then like we fade away and wake up the next morning i was like i'm sorry and these he two also people don't we don't even get to see them fuck even a little bit he also says to her are you running towards something you want or away from something you're scared to want he says that to her after the second time he's met her correct and then when like she you know it all comes crashing down around her whatever bob hoskins is all like like we our job is to serve we are not servants like do not let this job define you um all that matters is like and then he gives her this whole speech about like it's like the fall is not what matters it's like how we rise after the fall and i'm like what what is happening? Like, am I watching an after school special? What am Bob I watching Bob Hoskins has a real, like, lead butler in Downton Abbey energy. <laughs> like, yes. In a way that I honestly enjoyed. Maybe it's just because he's British. Um, He's you know, delightful, but, like, there's just... And it does not surprise me that this writer also wrote Meet Joe Black because that's another, like, intensely melodramatic movie. There are, like, for a rom-com, you're right, there are, like, it's it's like a little heavy-handed for a rom com. I think also because as we've discussed, like we love a rom com where they fall in love slowly and realistically, and this is not that. Mm-mm. But I can pass an hour I and can... a half, so I'll take it. But like they these two are not having when Harry met Sally, Notting Hill, uh while you were sleeping type conversations. These like we we see them we see that they're attracted to each other we see them walk through the park together one time and then after that are to believe that they're they have essentially fallen in love with each other and that's i i don't i don't buy it i don't like oh, but then he sees her in that dress allison and he falls in love to be fair she looks fucking banging in that dress so she looks banging in her maid uniform like yeah, J-Lo she's fucking like Lo. Good in this movie. She looks so good in this movie. Also, like we we can have a rom com in an early two thousands rom com, and with J Lo as the star. Unless we comment on her ass at least once in this movie, we did it no less than three times. She has a beautiful ass. She does, but I don't need Ray Fiennes to comment on J Lo's ass. There is a moment, so when she's in the white suit and they're first walking through the park, she puts down a magazine to sit on so she doesn't get the suit dirty because Natasha Richardson, it's Natasha Richardson's and she's asked her to return it and the magazine she sits on has him on the cover it's like New York magazine and it has his face on the cover and we get a sitting on your face joke which you know loved it, loved it, it, it. is it a 2002 rom-com without a sat on his face joke I love it um yeah we he, were led to believe that he falls in love with her because quote she's not like other girls She's not like anyone I've ever met before. That's because she's a working class person (laughs) who calls you out on your shit when you go to a $2,500 per plate fundraiser. And she's like, you could just give that money to the kids. Just a thought. J-Lo, woman of the people. Never say J-Lo is not a woman of the people. I At one point he was trying to find her. So like he invites invites this Caroline woman to lunch and Natasha Richardson shows up because that's who that really is. And he's like, no, no, where's the woman I met the other day? He was like, I don't know. She was a little bit Mediterranean looking. And I was like, race slash this movie. Just say she was Latina. Like, why? Like, and is it like, is it the movie being like, is this Republican like hoping she's white and therefore like not, won't fuck with his career? Stanley Tucci is very worried about, he wants her to find it nice. He wants her to date Natasha Richardson. He wants like a nice blonde lady who will look good at Republican fundraisers. Maybe that's what we're going for. But it was so weird to me that I was like, why are we referring to JLo as Mediterranean? Like, is that just a weird coded way to say she was darker skinned, but we don't want her to not be white. Like what's the hell? I don't like it. Yeah. Stanley Tucci. uh, His character in this movie is absurd. Stanley Tucci doesn't call her Mediterranean. Ray finds it. I was like, this is how we talk about Latinx people who were like, well, I liked them, but I don't want them to deport them. So Mediterranean. No, no, I, I'm not shitting on Stanley Tucci. I think I if Stanley Tucci could be in every rom-com that I watch from now until the day I die, that would be OK. You, he's in a lot of them, Carrie. We could make. I a know list. we haven't oh, done enough Tucci here. Never. We never do enough Tucci. He, partially- he has a real like like josh lyman on speed energy in this movie that i enjoy i really enjoy it's also because you won't let us do a devil wears prada that's because it's not a rom-com right but it's still on brand you know what i mean like it's not a rom-com but it's still on brand okay maybe for the patreon is it too important for the patreon Mainstream too mainstream for the patreon Too mainstream for the patreon well i don't know we'll see we have a patreon guys we do some real fun have we mentioned we have a patreon we do some are you have you subscribed to it? our patreon mom today on the phone was like i'm a patreon Shouldn't say patron she says she's a patreon <laughs> sure did she listen to our marry me episode no, Carrie, because she can't figure out how to get them. I was like, well, Carrie, I'll okay. show you how to get the feed on your phone. And she was like, well, why can't you just tell me? And I was like, it's too complicated. She was like, I could do it on my own. I was like, I'm sure you could, but I'm driving. so can't look at the directions. And also, are you sure you pressed go? Because I don't believe. And she was like, my card's being charged. So I believe she's a patron, but you need to get her the feed on her phone. Okay, fine. Uh, Julia, my sister-in-law texted me today um to tell me that because of our Mary me episode she started listening to the soundtrack um it's so good like, it's great but i feel like maybe Mary me should sponsor us just a thought um i feel like i've done more for that church song <laughs> i've done as much if not more than JLo has because every time it came up at dinner the other night i was having a dinner party i'm an adult um and someone was like have you seen Mary me and i was like yes bad movie but the song church banger should we play it for everyone right now <laughs> Listen, I am not going to say Marry Me was a bad movie. I'm not. Oh, you made myself? a bold claim, though, that you would like Marry Me more than this. I did. Yeah, it's more watchable. It, it was more fun than this. It's also like, and maybe this is just like where we've come to in 20 years. It was nice to have JLo as a lead without it being like, she's a maid. You know, like, it's nice to have a woman of color as the leading lady of a movie opposite a white man without her being the help. Which, like, this, and even the wedding planner, to some extent, although there's certainly less overt racism. She's also supposed to be Italian in that. Right. They also, they white her up. Right. I didn't, I, well, I have to do my, my didn't, Alex Karev, I didn't know, Marita. <laughs> right um yeah Ooh, what accent is worse alex karev's italian accent in the wedding winner or ray finds american accent in this Ooh, those two to- could go toe-to-toe truly but you know how i ride for shonda so i'm gonna have to go ray Fine. you tips. don't care because you're not watching inventing anna you, you shouldn't be it wasn't worth it it's yeah terrible. um i did like her friend and her friends. Yes. There was a scene with like the four maids, like her, her friend. And then like two other maids they're friends with where they're getting her ready to go to this. Oh, the montage gala. was fantastic. It's a shopping montage, but then there was also just like a, them being excited for her and the way they were speaking. I was like, how has nobody turned this into a musical yet? Because it, it was- really felt like they were about to break out into song. I was like, I would go see the made in Manhattan musical. I I was like, Am I watching waitress right now? Like that's what I felt like. Yes, yeah, a movie, which I th- is like slight, I guess not understated. Like the the whole point of the movie waitress is that she has a vivid imagination and therefore like imagines these pies and imagines the other scenarios. Like it lends to being a musical. But I was like, this is doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Movie musicals have been made out of less successful movies. Not I also Waitress like that her the rare rare like, where it's like a very highly uh acclaimed movie and then also a highly acclaimed musical. But like fucking Newsies, everybody hated Newsies when it first dropped. Sure. Um, wrong, I also love it? that her friends are like so Bob Hoskins, who's like training her so that she can be the assistant manager or whatever, is like, mm-hmm. you need to go to this gala and break it off with. What the hell Ray is his Fiennes. character's name? Who Ray cares? Fiennes. Charles, um, that's wrong. Wait, Christopher, Chris Marshall. Chris Marshall. Thank you. Um, And so she like goes to her friends and she's like, I have to go to this gala. Or they were like, so you're going to be assistant manager? And she's like, yeah, but if I give him up and her friends are like, what exactly are you giving up? Like you're getting the career that you've dreamed of and you have to give up this guy that you've literally talked to for like 20 minutes. And who's a Republican? Like, go find yourself a nice, like, Democratic Senate hopeful bitch. Like, come on. What are you really giving up? That's what they said. They were like, break what off? Like, there's nothing to break off. You don't have a thing with him. Oh, that's the point where they're like, and she was like, what's more important, my career? Or, and they're like, don't say love. And I'm like, don't say love one because you've met him once. And also because, like, girl, your career. (laughs) To, like be her mom really in this, this, but like you have a child to take care of um there's a whole subplot about like mother issues that gets cut out because at one point the her like best friend the other maid says something about like their issues with them like we won't become our mothers we have issues with our mother and i'm like oh that's interesting in the one scene with her mother they seem to have a fine relationship like and then later then they get in a fight then they get in a fight later once she's like lost a really job. intense fight where her mom is basically like, you have to put food on the table, like go take the- her mom is trying to get her a job with Mrs. Rodriguez, who can help, help her get her a job cleaning houses and J. Lo, like, in a way that I understand is like, that's not my dream. I'm going to find a different job at a different hotel and work my way up again, and I'm going to follow my dream and I'm like, I'm all for you following your team JLo but your mother is not wrong you do have a child and, and you have to pay your bills. Yeah, but then, but her mom is also, like, on the mom's side, but then, like, the mother doesn't believe in her daughter, so I'm not on the mom's side. It's all very complicated. Well, and the mom is, like, you don't have the right to go out with him. I don't know. It was, I think you're right that that feels like maybe we were building up to that, and a lot of it got cut off, because suddenly we're having this very intense fight that feels like it's been building for all of J-Lo's life, and I just, like, don't really know where it came from. Yeah, we got cut from the, I think there was probably more to the mother J-Lo story that we lost. Until all of a sudden they're having, like, a a very tough fight yeah yeah so like you can take the job with mrs rodriguez while you look for a job cleaning house like what or as a maid in a hotel because also i think it's going to be a little bit harder now because you've been fired for impersonating a guest right and i do think when they call digger from gilmore girls he's gonna mention that Mm -hmm. unless she's using bob hoskins who fired uh, for her or not fired who'd quit you know in support of her like maybe she's putting him down as a reference i don't know the sweet security guy i did think like i was like when when she gets a fairly quickly like gets another job at another fancy hotel i was like i did they not call the last place for references no one's checking references because like i understand that there is a misunderstanding but like what it looks like is like she stole shit from a from a room I'm on team JLo. I want her to have, and she ultimately does have her management career. We get in like weird, like magazine blurbs at the end of the movie. Like I want that for her, but also if I were a hiring manager at that new hotel and I called for a reference and they told me that I'd be like, okay, I'll find someone who didn't impersonate a guest and steal her things. Right. Truly. Um, how many rom-com scenes do you think have been filmed in front of the central park penguins? I mean, I can think of at least two right off the bat. This and not rumor has it. What's wrong with me? Rumor has it. Is that on our list? Rumor has it. No, but I'm thinking of a different Jennifer Aniston movie with the kid. It's the Switch. Switch. I'm afraid to do the Switch because I do think there's some weird consent stuff in it, but I love it. <laughs> um, I do think someone like switches out sperm to get Jennifer Aniston pregnant but mm. also definitely maybe also definitely maybe we love the central park zoo i want a list movies filmed at central park zoo let's see always in front of the penguins the switch you're right definitely maybe hitch but i don't think that one's in front of the penguins object of my affection know. which <gasps> Is that on our, if we we need to do Objective I can't be objective and, about it. I know, but we still need to do it. A lot of movies that are not rom-coms. Wow, we haven't even dipped our toe even close to the Jennifer Aniston canon. No. And we just named at least, we named three Jennifer Aniston rom-coms, two of which I love a lot, a lot. of We keep going on different tangents because we didn't right. care for this movie. So we're talking about other movies. It's just kind of bored um, although I, you're right i do appreciate that it was a tight 90 minutes oh it was quick we, we were in and out flew through this movie sh- you're right though sh- there was a shopping montage and like a getting her ready to go out montage it also was fun because like it all happened within the hotel and like everyone wanted to just help her out because everyone mm-hmm. loves her and so we got to see like all the different goings on within the hotel and that was fun i did like that i liked that aspect that everyone loved her and i liked it, like so her uh ex-husband, the kid's dad, like the one mention of him is he's like, not going to come take the kid for the weekend. Like he promised. And then, so she's like, so you'll hang out with me at the hotel. And like, I like that. We see how like all of her coworkers are like helping take care of this kid that they all like, like you see the like seamstress, the woman who w- works in alterations take care of them. You see the security guard take care of them. You see, like, you just see all these people like helping her out. And then, yeah, like she goes through all the different places to get dressed. And at one point she gets like this gorgeous Harry Winston wreath necklace from a woman who i think is in a bunch of gary marshall movies it's a very like pretty woman moment when she gets this like necklace put on her and it's being given to her by the woman that's in all the gary marshall movies yeah
1: so it felt like a
0: little nod to that i did i liked the um that we saw like the like the community in the village like that this woman had yeah i need to talk about the fact that like at the end of the movie like so she breaks up with him she's like you wouldn't have thought twice about me if you thought I was the maid, blah, blah, blah. He leaves. He comes back to New York months later. It's now Christmas. And I think this movie starts on President's Day because the kid's giving a speech about Nixon. I think they're giving like their President's Day assembly. So it's almost a year later and he's just now returned to New York City, the city that he's an assemblyman in and he's running for Senator of that state. He's running for state Senator of new york and is like I only need to be in manhattan twice in one year time out i thought by assemblymen we meant that he was like a state representative or a senator and that he was running for u.s senate okay and so i think he re- like his district within new york is outside of the city hold on and that's why he had to be in a hotel correct isn't assemblyman like aldermen or councilman no yes r- no the new york state assembly is like the new york legislature so assemblymen or assembly persons are Thank like you. state senators or state representatives so he's <laughs> spending most of his time in albany that's why there's a joke about like something there's some joke about albany and then, like, Natasha Richardson's gonna go to Buffalo. I think he like represents Buff, like the Buffalo area. And that's why he's not in New York regularly, except when he's huh. campaigning. Interesting. Still, you think if you're running for the United States Senator from New York, you'd be in the largest city in the state and the country more than twice in a year. Yeah, but also, like, as a Republican, is it of time for there. you to spend time for in New York City? I mean, Carrie, I think it's implied that he wins. It is. How are we overthinking? He got himself a nice Hispanic girlfriend and was like, mm, "Now I can." Ugh, are we also politics? overthinking the realisticness of the campaign politics of this 2002 rom com? Yeah, but why did he have to be a Republican? Like, why couldn't we have made him a Democrat who was also like using poor people and people of color to? I mean, the kid says like- campaign. What's the difference these days between Democrat and Republican? The kid gets it right. Again, he grows up to be Bernie Sanders. Truly. Uh, Also, when they kiss at the or like when they're like making up at the end, he's like, "Do I have your vote?" And then I wanted to die. I was like, "Apologize to her. Stop fucking campaigning." Ray finds. Also, like, he didn't appear to be a very good kisser. (sighs) I didn't pay that much attention to it, but I believe you. Again, like I've never seen Ray Fines kiss that much because he's always a Nazi or a Death Eater or in the English Patient. Like, I don't understand romantic comedy lead Ray Fines. That's why he hasn't done a lot of it. It's not for him. It's not for him. I need him being evil. There are some actors where you're just like, you need to be a little bit evil. Yeah. I've decided I feel that way about Jonathan Groff. <laughs> okay sure why what'd you see him in that you were like too nice no I saw him in the matrix where he plays the latest matrix where he plays a villain and I was like I do like Jonathan Groff when he's like a little bit evil it works for him like there's just it's because he's because he has such a nice face yes he has like like a serial killer like smooth-skinned baby face and I'm just like oh but see in Mindhunter he hunted the serial killers he was the mind but there's still like a darkness there you know what I mean? Like, cause he got in there, like he could get in their heads. Like there's still a darkness there. All right. I don't have anything else about this movie. I appreciated that it was fairly short. I was kind of bored, but I did like some of the, second. I particularly liked the secondary characters. I do yeah, find fun. J-Lo utterly appealing. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. A reporter asked her at the end, Miss Ventura, are you going to help clean up the Senate? Hated that. Um, there, there's like a tertiary story of these two French women staying at the hotel, They're French mm-hmm. sisters, where they keep stealing things from the cart. And then later they're nabbed in a jewelry heist. That's you and me, baby. That's our fully adieu. hmm hmm Um, and the credit mm-hmm. track is, um, I was like, is this a Destiny's Child cut? I've never heard. So I shazam it and know it is a 2002 Kelly Rowland classic. Ah, love, it, love it. understandable that I thought it was like a weird B-side Destiny's Child song I'd never heard because. Yes. I know my girl's voice. What are we watching next? You're going to be so excited. I looked it up earlier today. What? And I thought, I cannot wait to tell Carrie what we're watching next. Oh, God. Is it really bad? No, no. You're genuinely going to love it. The problem is I don't know where we're going to find it. I think we both might have to pay a lot of money, which we're going to do. Oh, are we going to watch One Fine Day? Carrie, we're watching One Fine Day. Yeah. You're right. I don't think it's like streaming anywhere. No, because I've on just like random Thursdays. I've been like, you know what I haven't done in a while? Watched One Fine Day. It's hard to find.
1: You know where it
0: is? You know where it is? It's on VHS at mom's house. Does mom have a VHS? No, they didn't move VHSs to the new house. Allison, they moved a box. A box of VHSs is in mom and dad's basement. The boys found them and they were like playing with them because they have no, they're like, what are these? is there a vhs they thought they were books they kept opening because they had like the disney ones that open like like books and the boys kept oh, being know, like books books, books books um well do you have a vhs player no mom was like we can't get rid of these maybe i want to watch them and i was like do you have anything to watch these on on what device <laughs> correct i think it's on hulu okay great well that's exciting am I-, am I gonna watch it right fucking now okay well looking forward to that one yeah, join us in two weeks for one fine day. Yes. And if you uh, want more JLo content from us, check out our Marry Me episode on our Patreon.
1: Where else can people Patreon. find us?
0: You can find us on Instagram at hold underscore up underscore pod and on Twitter at hold underscore up underscore podcast. And please do. It's fun. We ask you what movies we're going to watch. And sometimes you pick Made in Manhattan. And that's how we end up here. Bye. Bye.